0: Hello everybody and welcome to the Going Upcast, your weekly feel-good podcast with PAX West stories and game news, new chapters for the audiobook, an adventure into the world of alternative medicine, music for those golden days of summer, and some more ranting from the driver's seat of my car. I'm your host, Andrew Logan, and let's dive right into it. So this is the big one, the big post PAX West 2018 podcast that I know you've all been. Dying to listen to. I went Saturday and Sunday and I have quite a lot to talk about. We'll we'll get further into that later on in the podcast. i got two brand new songs of the week that I'm very excited about. Uh, One comes from my all-time favorite singer and songwriter. And you'll find out who that is later on in the podcast. Three brand new Harry Potter chapters. uh, Some of my favorite work in these chapters. Big fan. Big fan of these chapters. And I have quite the tale to tell you that'll come out in like pieces throughout the podcast. Uh, you know, if I did it all at once, well, you'd have beginning, middle, and end, but I'll break it up with some other segments. But first, let's start, uh, let's start this week off a little differently, and let me tell you what happened this week. So earlier last week, I encountered a situation in which my left arm was just on fire with nerve pain. Um, the exact cause of this is currently unknown to me as I am actively experiencing this pain in the heat of the moment of the now. But um, I'm about to embark on a journey to fix it and it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Um, I checked my uh, medical options, uh, various uh, doctors in the area um, who... Might have been useful um, in trying to identify the real cause of this. I'm 99% sure I know what the deal is. Uh, A lot of repetitive motion um, and work. And um, I haven't been sleeping well for a couple of nights. So my back and like neck are all kind of screwed up. And I think it's just residual like shooting pains just kind of moving down the body. So um, coming up uh, in the next couple of days and in the past for you. Since you're listening to this in the future, um, I embarked on two—I uh, don't know how to describe them—sessions, activities, alternative treatment methodologies in order to solve my nerve problems, and we'll find out in a uh, in this very podcast whether or not it all helped or did nothing at all, and we'll f- we'll figure it out at, at that point. But uh, step one here in a couple of hours, actually, um, I should probably think about getting ready here in a little bit. Um I am off to an hour long acupuncture session. Now, I I don't have a problem with needles per se. Um I've been told it doesn't hurt by from from folk. Um I have no idea what to expect. I'll be straight up honest with you. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. Um I have a very non-existent knowledge of acupuncture and what it actually is. Um, I'm just picturing like my back turning into a pincushion. So we'll see what happens. Indeed, one of the acupuncture places in Seattle is called the pincushion. That's not where I'm going, but it was one of the options. And um, I call up the the place I'm going, and uh, they seem very nice. Um, There was fortunately a cancellation today, and they were able to swoop me on in there as a brand new... Uh, patient Uh, I have no idea what to expect I'm mildly nervous we'll see what happens Um, I'm very excited to see what happens like afterwards when I hop back on the podcast and let you guys know what to deal with but tomorrow I'm also getting a massage Um, deep tissue I just feel like I need somebody to just punch me really hard in the upper back and like crack the shit out of my spine so it like resets and then I'll probably be fine I have a feeling that's what, what the real solution will be but um you know i asked around and some people were like maybe you should look into acupuncture because the the general consensus i got from from my uh my contacts in the world is that uh, going to a doctor or the hospital even for nerve pain would have seen uh possibly led to a fairly invasive procedure like carpal tunnel repairing surgery um which i don't believe is necessary nor do i want that because Um, you lose a bit of, um, motor functionality, uh, going down that route or so I've been told, uh, again, I don't have a, I don't have a medical degree or a firm basis in, in that area of the world. So take everything I'm saying with a lot of grains of salt, because Jesus, I'm just, I'm clutching at straws here, gang. I'm about to go have bits of metal shoved in my skin, hoping that it fixes the nerve stuff. So will it work? I don't know. Um, but Hey, it's worth a shot. Cause quite frankly, I want something to fix it today and I could not get a massage today. So I'm getting a massage tomorrow morning, like as soon as humanly possible. So it was, it was, it is what it is and we'll see what happens. Um, and you know what? I think we're going to find out what happens right now. Hey gang. So this is the post acupuncture talk. Um, hold on, somebody's walking behind the car so I just need to be a little cautious. You know somebody else is just blitzing into this parking lot. Somebody's there's also a parking lot of a library. So this person's just like I need I need my books like right now. Which is a little concerning. Like what book could you possibly need so quickly? In any case um well I was right to not know what to expect. Um god, how do I even describe it? Uh it was it's um a little it was a little office in like an office building basically. And uh you know, spread out the gate, there's like a little meditation waterfall and there's a there's a couple of other little like bits and bobs going on, a lot of a uh, kind of plinky meditative music going down. Um uh, I think I want to go straight, yeah and it was, um, pretty much what I would expect. Uh, the, the doctor, um, that I spoke with and who actually, uh, got me all set up was very nice. Um, it <laughs> started off with like a brief consultation about like uh, fitness habits and stuff like that. And then, um, next thing you do is I was on like a massage style table. Um, and, uh, according to my doctor, there were about Twenty-five to thirty needles in my body. Um, there was like one between the eyes. There was one in each ear. There was one in the neck. There were several in each arm and in both of my legs, like in my feet and hands. And um, two of them, and now three of them. Like you can see on uh, on your body afterwards, where the needles were. There were these little red dots just all over um, where the uh, where the needles went in and two of them, my left ear and upper right forearm were like getting a continuous and never ending bee sting for like the 35 minutes you're sitting on that table with just needles in in your body Um, needless to say, painful Uh, the vast majority of the needles didn't hurt going in and you didn't really feel them Uh, but those two were just like wow and um What's uh, kind of a bummer, uh, in my head at least, is that it is um, like a, a massage usually takes care of your problems for a little while. You know, it's not a it's not a cure all for any means, but it um, it helps. Like, you know, it, you you get deep in there. There's a there's an actual kind of tangible benefit there. Uh, helps you relax and helps get like muscles in the right places and all that stuff. But with this. Um, my doctor said that it would take something like five or six trips before the effects really started to represent themselves. And I'm sitting here going like, you know, I want to feel better, but oh boy, this is going to cost me a lot of money. Um, like a lot of money, like almost a hundred dollars a visit, kind of a lot of money. And you know, I'm decently well off right now, but I can't afford that at all. And I think that's gotta be it. Um, I cannot afford the continued visits to the to the acupuncture acupuncturist. I guess would be the correct term. Um, just kind of straight up, I need to be able to afford food and stuff. I don't. I don't have that kind of scratch on me right now. Um, my favorite was um, they offered a discounted cash package where you buy oh so many visits ahead of time at a discounted rate, and it bundles it all together, and it's. You know, that was a good chunk of cash too. So, it's um, an expensive treatment for sure. It's probably still cheaper than what it would have cost for me to go to like the hospital or to see a physician uh, for the Western medicine style. Um, but at the same time, that probably also would have been a lot less physically painful um, than, than the continuous beasting of tiny needles in my body. So, you know, pros and cons. Pros and cons, um, whether or not this actually did anything, I have absolutely no idea. Um, I mean, my hands feel as good as they did before, which is to say not great. And, um, I think, I think the best solution I have for the nerve pain and stuff like that is a carefully regimented combination of chilling the fuck out. So, also, sorry, just a quick side note. I'm looking across the uh, the, the intersection of me right now, and there's a Mercedes van with a big Honda. What the fuck? It's a Linwood Honda, like, van, but it was a Mercedes van. Like, shouldn't you be driving a Honda? Anyway, um, I think the best thing I can do right now is making sure I get consistent sleep, uh, giving myself breaks at work, um, cause in recent weeks, I've been doing a lot of the exact same tasks, um, on your feet and that kind of stuff. I need to have a more varied, um, work day. I need to sit more. Um, I need to drink more water, basic things. Like I haven't been really taking care of myself when it comes to any of the things I've just said. So I feel like that has contributed a lot to my current physical state. Um, and the acupuncturist more or less agreed with me on that. So that's the I think that's the best plan the best plan is to fucking not do this uh self-destructive path of like plowing ahead just like slamming my face into brick walls and just bursting through the other side there's easier ways to go about these things and um that's my that's my current strat um for the for the next couple of couple of forevers so I think that's probably the most valuable bit of information I learned today is to uh just fucking, just fucking chill. That's what I want to do. I just need to fucking chill out some more. Again, way too stressed. So, for no, no good reason. Stress causes all sorts of problems, as you can see. So, or as you can hear, I suppose would be a, a better statement. But that's kind of what happened there. Tomorrow I've got a massage. Um, I'm expecting, um, de- I'm expecting that to solve most, if not all of my current, uh, physical trauma that I'm getting from being overworked and uh I guess um I was gonna say overworked and over overplayed if that makes sense um just uh you know it's been a stress. god damn it people not letting me in you fucks oh is is he letting me in maybe maybe here we go cool um sorry You're in the wrong lane It's a turn only lane I can normally get home that way But they have road work going on at the end of my chosen path So it wouldn't have worked So I had to go in a different lane Anyway, that's my adventures with the acupuncturist Like I said, it was weird I can't say if if it works or not um, Because according to my acupuncturist I need a lot more visits in order to do that And unfortunately I can't afford that So, you know Yet to be determined is what I'll say Perhaps it does work, but I think the the time and money needed to invest in it to work is unfortunately more than I am willing and able to give right now. So I won't say it's all hooey, because I don't know, um, but keep in mind that it is not a one-time fix. It is a continuous, uh, according to my acupuncturist, ideally bi-weekly event and that is um, that's a lot to ask of anybody so could it work? maybe it doesn't maybe it does who knows but then again there's a lot of acupuncturists all over the world and it's been tried and lauded for thousands of years so I'm thinking there might be something to it otherwise all these people are on a collective giant hoax and then that's just impressive in its own right Well, will do it for this segment of the podcast and I think it's time and we move on to the next segment in the podcast. This week's Songs of the Week are two wonderful songs that just kind of highlight highlight the golden ages of times gone by. The the prime of youth and the, the wonders of summer, where you would go out and swim with your friends when you weren't supposed to, because it was real late at night, or when you would just party it up until the until the dawn you know just stuff like that that's that's the focus of these two songs and um overall in terms of theming they're incredibly similar and i think if you listen to both of the songs you'll actually think they sound quite a lot alike which is um a connection i had not made until i listened to both of these songs back to back when i chose them but the first song Comes from my all-time favorite singer-songwriter. I know I say favorite a lot, but I actually really mean it this time. Alan Doyle uh, from Great Big C uh, has had a wonderful solo career since Great Big C broke up a couple of years back, and he was like he was like the voice of my childhood growing up great big c was a staple in my household and they remain one of my all-time favorite bands and and by extension he remains one of my all-time favorite uh singer songwriters I've i've actually met him he's he's a wonderfully nice dude but this comes off of his second solo album so let's go which was released january 20th 2015 this song is called the night loves us uh it was one of the singles that was released off of the album when it first came out and it focuses on how awesome it is to party in the nighttime. Uh, it talks about um, like swimming in the in the pool when like the hours are over and just just enjoying the summer and how like the rules don't really, you know, the rules don't apply and the only the only judgment you get is from like the night and the night doesn't judge anybody. It's it's ultimate freedom is the uh, idea behind that. But here's a little bit of The Night Loves Us by Alan Doyle. Night loves us and loves us as we are. And so deeper and deeper. Jumping continents and oceans now. The next song comes to us uh fairly recently. i uh, came out this year on an album called Riot City Outlaws by a band called Patty and the Rats, which is another Celtic, um, it's Celtic punk band. I would say Alan Doyle's more like uh modern folk Celtic blend nowadays. Uh Great Big C was pretty firmly Celtic folk. Um, but these guys hail from Hungary. They are the number one downloaded band in Hungary for like the last five years running. They're they're wonderful. Um, and I honestly can't name another band from Hungary, but these guys are really solid. This song is the first song off the album. It's called Aerolites. And once again, it's all about having fun in the summer, uh, just kind of laughing with your bros and your friends, not having a care in the world, that, that freedom that comes with youth and the ability to just kind of go out and have a grand old time. And here's a little bit of it. The irony has just finally arrived on me that I picked two songs about having the joys of summer in in your days when uh, back to school season is firmly upon us here in early September. So those of you back in school, um, hopefully uh, you can have these kinds of fun memories next summer. But in the meantime, you know, study hard. And, you know, do do well in school, eat your vegetables, go for a jog, I don't know. This isn't, this isn't advice time, this is music time. If you have music that you want to recommend for all of our back-to-school studentnesses, nesses that, that, you know, good music to study to, that would have been a good thing for this week. Maybe we'll do it next week. And you can suggest songs by sending an email to goingupcast at gmail.com or using the contact page at goingupcast.com. And also... If you, uh, if you don't want to use either of those two methods in order to deliver your song message to me I want you to crack open a fortune cookie and within you'll find Braille and in that Braille there's the secret new way for you to reach out and contact me that's right tying the message to a tennis ball and bouncing it off of my car not a rock not a rock stop throwing rocks at my cars people just tennis balls they'll bounce right off and plus it's a lot of fun uh, but then it ricochets and then it's difficult to find the message later on so perhaps you should just email me I think that will save us a lot of a lot of time and heartache anyway let's move on to the next thing in the podcast so concludes my first day at PAX West 2018 the best I can figure this is like my 7th or 8th PAX that I've been to um, and each time They're a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think any packs will compare to like those first couple of packs where there were just free t-shirts fucking everywhere. It was amazing. Sadly, those days are long gone because companies realized they were spending an inordinate amount of money on free t-shirts for very little benefit. (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a smart business decision to stop doing the free t-shirts, but man, I miss the free t-shirts. Um, I miss him a lot. So, I want to talk a little bit about day one, and kind of the games I saw, uh, the things I played, and the stuff I got, Um, and then naturally, uh, later on in the same podcast, I'll talk about day two, which hasn't happened yet for me, Um, it's tomorrow, but day one, starting off bright and early, rocking four hours of sleep, heading right out the gate, uh, meeting up with all my friends at a Starbucks, just down the street from the convention center, we get in line uh, around like... Nine, I think it was like, like it, the doors opened by the time we were in line. So we actually got into the convention center, like the expo floor. I don't know, five ten minutes after the doors opened, we just waltzed right in. It was totally fine, and uh, we'd be start wandering around. Um A lot of all, almost all the heavy hitters are present at PAX. Uh, the only like significant game studio I can think of that is not at PAX is Blizzard. And they are technically here in a much smaller um, kind of uh, milieu. Uh, like, there's there's Blizzard stuff happening close by, uh, but they don't have, like, a booth on the expo floor. Um, but Nintendo's rocking. Smash Ultimate, the new Mario Party, uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, Xbox had Devil May Cry 5. They had Kingdom Hearts. They had... Um, she's, I forget, a bunch of other shit. Um, Xbox had a whole bunch of stuff and a giant merch booth. Uh, Sony had Spider Man, Sony had, um, they also had Kingdom Hearts, uh, and a bunch of other stuff as well. They had some uh, PlayStation VR stuff and a giant merch booth. Uh, you had a bunch of cool indie stuff. A lot of the smaller developers, Yacht Club Gaming, who made Shovel Knight, uh, which is one of my favorite games. Uh, was there in Force as they always are. They had a new fighting game called, uh, I think it's like Shovel Knight Showdown or something like that, uh, which looks like a lot of fun. Couldn't play it. I'll play it later. Uh, Capcom was there and one of the best showings they've had in some time. Mega Man 11, Devil May Cry 5, and Resident Evil 2. All good shit. Um, the lines were so ridiculous for Resident Evil 2. There was a sign in there. There was like two hours from this point, and you're just like, fuck it's just a remake gang anyway um people are very excited about re2 um i played jump force which is that new game where you you fight was like goku and naruto and luffy or whatever his name is from one piece i don't know much about the animes but you play that game and you fight um and that was a lot of fun i really enjoyed that i got my hands on soul Calibur six kicked the dude's ass whom i was playing against um that's the thing um, I'm usually, uh, like, I, I think I'm good at fighting games until I go up against somebody who is good at fighting games and then I suck at fighting games. So, I'm good against people who don't know how to play, if that makes sense. Um, but I, I do enjoy playing playing fighting games at PAX. It's always fun. Uh, but yeah, played a little bit of that. Got my hands on Darksiders 3. Wasn't impressed, I'll be honest. Um, the voice acting was meh and the combat was pretty dull. I'll be honest, it was just one button, and it wasn't even cool like Spider-Man one button. It was like, it was like one hit string combo, two hit string combo, three hit string combo, all the way up to a five hit string combo just by mashing X. And that was as varied as the demos combat allowed. And it was like, this is boring. So I stopped playing it. Um, and I think, in all honesty, that's about it. I did a little bit of the PC uh, free play stuff. I played, um. Uh, games that are out I played uh witchit which is um if you guys remember um Gary's mod prop hunt uh from back in the day it's basically that um very fun I enjoy that uh that game mode a lot and then I played uh hot lava I think it the, like the floor is lava that game where you're like parkouring around where the floor is lava um very fun but not for like long play like it was great in that little demo zone where I could just get a taste for it but it's uh, just—it started to get frustrating, and I could see it getting old real quick. So I played a little bit of that, and um, I was about to play Rackfest, Fest, but then my time uh, ran out. So then I just just got up and left. Um, but that's kind of what I played. Um, plans for tomorrow. Um, actually going into Nintendo and getting my hands on hopefully. Let's go, uh, P- uh Pikachu or EV. That's the game I want to play. Um, I would love to play Smash. There, I think that'd be a lot of fun. The environment and odd stuff you can't really, can't really beat it. Uh, I think Mario Party would take too long um, to play in like such a quick, like in such a venue. So probably not gonna play that. Um, I think Nintendo is the big goal for tomorrow. Maybe Capcom. Um, and I know I, I know I want to play Kingdom Hearts 3. Um, I want to get my hands on it. And I think the best way to do that is probably over at the Sony or Xbox um, stations. Uh, and maybe Devil May Cry 5. Um, I think that'll, that'll round out my, uh, my packs experience. Um, no panels this year. I've checked the schedule a couple of times and none of them seem particularly interesting. So I think I'm just going to give those a pass. Um, for lunch, I went to Gordon Biersch, which is a, just a beer joint. It had like a liter of Hefeweizen and a hamburger. It was pretty good. And then for dinner, I went to this place called Dim Tai Fung, which is a dim sum place, which is like Chinese dumplings. Very tasty. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. And uh, I also did a lot of shopping today. That's kind of you know, the flip side of not getting a lot of free shit anymore is that almost every major studio or console developer has a merch booth so you can just go and buy things. Um, And I did. So I'm just going to quickly rattle down the list. You can see a picture on the blog of probably just everything in one massive pile. Um, I might get more stuff tomorrow, I doubt it, but I might. I'll just talk about the stuff I got today. So I got three mugs. Uh, The first two are both from Undertale. There's a a royal mug, which is the white one uh, with the cityscape um, line around it, which I think is pretty cool. And then the second one is more of like a diner, uh, like deep brown one. It's a Grillsby mug, which is fantastic. I love that mug. And then the third mug is just a portal mug. It's got the hole cut through it with the portals on either side for um, Aperture Labs, which I was a big fan of. So I got that. I picked up King Knight plushie, which is the final Shovel Knight plushie for my collection. I have them all now. I've got Shovel Knight, I've got Shield Knight, I've got Plague Knight, I've got Specter Knight, and I've got King Knight. So I've got the I've got the five. Um, I don't have the whale. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get the whale. I'm just I'm letting that one go and I'm moving on. I got two t-shirts. Uh, the first one is a Brutal Legend shirt from the Double Fine booth. Uh, Brutal Legend is my second favorite game of all time. So I had to get a t-shirt for that and it's pretty fucking metal. I'm pretty, pretty pleased with it. And then the second t-shirt, which is probably one of the best t-shirts I've ever gotten from a thing like this. Uh, the front half has a, um, a little sailboat with the PlayStation logo on it. And then the back of it is, um, I think it says like, come out and play or something like that. Or uh, some, something along those lines. And it's actually like, pacific northwest themed it shows like the playstation symbols in the pike place sign and it's like it's a seattle washington across the bottom and i'm like that's awesome locally themed like merch like that is such a good idea you know who wasn't pulling that kind of shit fucking microsoft wasn't pulling that kind of shit but i guess microsoft is a local company so maybe by happenstance all their stuff is local themed but i don't know uh but sony was sony was doing that good job sony very very happy with that and um i think in terms of like good solid merch i think that's it three mugs two t-shirts a plushie oh and then the spider-man guys were giving out these free copies of the daily bugle like they had like little newspapers you could take and it talked about spider-man and some of the criminals that are like let loose and it kind of gives you an idea of like the setting of the game and stuff like that and i think that's wonderful um i've got that newspaper currently sitting on the top of my toilet tank uh, because it's just it's natural bathroom reading that that newspaper i think that's just a wonderful bit of merch uh or not even merch it was free and um oh yeah and uh from the sony guys i got a tiny little tiny little bloodborne guy tiny little bloodborne guy um they gave that to me for filling out their uh, their customer satisfaction survey and um i've i've been around long enough to know that surveys do a lot and are very important so if anybody ever asks you if you can do a survey for stuff like that take take 10 seconds out of your day to do it. It's that's what they're there for. That's like their whole job is to get people to do surveys and you'll just it you know, it takes no time for you. It makes them look good. Everybody wins. Everybody wins in a survey. So, that is a that's my advice there. And um, yeah, it was just it's just a real solid day packs. PAX. Um, I would say overall the vast majority of games I saw that I wasn't interested in Uh, is greater now than it ever has been in the past there are things like maple story 2 i know a lot of people are excited for maple story 2 i'm not one of them i've never played the first one but there's the second one coming out and then you got fucking what is it? it's not a rival it's um crap artifact the new valve card game uh was there and it had an enormous booth and everybody's playing this new card game and I'm looking at it, and it's like, I watched it for five seconds and was able to understand enough that it's too complicated for me, and I'm always, I am already checked out. I'm just like, what, there's three boards I gotta keep track of simultaneously? Fuck this! And then you just you just give up and move on with your days. Um, There's a new Torchlight game coming out. I'm excited for that. I do enjoy Torchlight. Uh, there was Fortnite and Battle... Public Ground Under Battle... Fucking Battle Royale shit. Everywhere! At PAX, this thing is exploding. Fortnite was like the theme of the theme of the con. You like Fortnite? Well, fucking everywhere you look you got some Fortnite. We got a big Fortnite stage out near the Paramount where fucking like a thousand people can stand to watch somebody build a freaking cabin out of driftwood and try to survive while people kill him. I don't know anything about Fortnite, but it was everywhere. Jesus louise. Fortnite is everywhere, so there's that. And, um... Oh, gosh. Behemoth was there playing Castle Crashers like there are every year. Uh, Sega was there. Uh, I saw Atlas was there showing off the new Persona 5 dance game. I got real excited because I saw a big Persona 5 poster. And I was like, holy shit! And I ran over and it's the fucking dance game. And I was like, boo! Boo on this. I want Persona 6. So, that's all That's all well and good. And... I think that's... I think that's everything. I think that's everything from day one. Ran into a couple of cool people. Oh yeah, uh, I should probably talk about that. Um, in line for Spider-Man, I ran into Jack for the second year. Uh, he is a very nice guy. Uh, he's he's just super funny, super charming. Just a grand grand old time to chat with him. Uh, and I ran into Jesse Cox for the like the seventh or eighth time. I swear, every Pax I see him at least once. And he's just he's he's one of my favorites. I love Jesse. Jesse's real cool. Um, but ran into them. Uh, I know there's a couple of other uh, like YouTubers or streamers that uh, that I enjoy that are hanging around to packs somewhere. Um, I'm not gonna take time out of my day to like run them down, but uh, if I run into them just happens like I ran into uh, ran into these guys, um, I might I might stop and say hi. Oh, and I also saw a bit of a smaller YouTuber, but no less kind of interesting. I saw Arlo A R L O. Um, he's uh, like a Muppet YouTuber where uh, the persona is this blue fuzzy Muppet and so I saw the blue fuzzy Muppet just like in the arms of this dude and I'm like oh that must be that must be Arlo like the actual person behind Arlo and I'm like that was pretty interesting that's a weird youtuber to run into I wonder how he does selfies I didn't take pictures with any of these people because I have pictures with all of these people and I don't need any more of them Um, but it's just like oh that's interesting Arlo's there hanging out cool so but yeah i uh, i had a grand time today it was, it was a lot of fun i really enjoyed the shopping um it's just it's just fun to just kind of splurge on yourself and uh buy things that you absolutely do not need but you want but you want uh like all of my shovel knight plushies i don't know i don't have any use for these they make perfect fodder for the uh the hundred dollar tier on the patreon account if you uh you pay a hundred dollars you're probably gonna get a shovel knight plushie because I have all of them. And I don't need them. But I like having them. <laughs> but I will give them up for $100. Or you can just buy them yourself for like 28 So, I don't know. I don't get any money, but then you get a cool plushie. And uh, you know what? I think that's just as good. But anyway, I think that'll do it for day one of PAX. Uh, let's move on to the next thing in the PAX Cast. See what I did there? It just packs and stuff. Anyway. We got three brand new Harry Potter chapters. Including the longest chapter in all of book three. I know, it's surprising that it comes so early, but Talons and Tea Leaves is... that's, That's a brutal chapter. That one goes on for almost 40 minutes. Anyway, but we got chapter four, The Leaky Cauldron, chapter five, The Dementor, and chapter six, Talons and Tea Leaves. Throughout these chapter as We finally get back on the Hogwarts Express and journey back to Hogwarts for another magical year. But the highlight for this week comes from one of Harry's brand new elective courses. That's right, divination, Uh, He goes in there for some future, future sight telling, and uh, Trelawney predicts the future and makes me really angry about it. So yeah, let's just take a listen. I shall move among you, helping and instructing. Oh, and dear. She caught Neville by his arm as he made a stand-up. After you've broken your first cup, would be you would you be so kind to select one of the blue-patterned ones? I'm rather attached to the pink. Sure enough, Neville had no sooner reached the shelves of teacups when there was a tinkle of brinking china. Professor Trelawney swept over to him holding a dustpan and brush and said, One of the blue ones then, dear, if you wouldn't mind. Thank you. This pisses me off. Number one... If she fucking knew that going in, Neville should have gone instantly for the blue one, which, you know, any logical person would have done. So chances are he broke a blue cup. The book doesn't tell us what color cup he broke, but I'm betting it's blue. And if he like, if this was going to happen, then she should have been, you know, more proactive about it, maybe giving him the cup herself. Like, what's the point of being able to read the future if you don't take active steps to prevent it happening? I don't understand that part and also we are shown time and time again that there are spells called oh I don't know Reparo that can magically fix fucking anything so it's not like she's lost the cup she could just oh I don't know repair the cup fucking Neville could probably repair the cup or anyone could repair the cup get the some fucking crazy glue it's a cup glue that shit back together three brand new chapters of magical inconsistencies arrive in your ear holes Every Wednesday evening, around 8 o'clock. It's really whenever I get home uh, <laughs> and remember to upload the chapters. Sometime Wednesday evening. It's ambiguous. You never really know when it's going to land. Kind of keeps it a surprise. But if you want to know exactly when it happens, be sure to keep an eye on my Twitter. At Gomcast on Twitter or at Markincore on Twitter as well. You can follow both accounts. Um, both will hopefully let you know when those chapters are live we got three chapters this week we got three chapters next week just gonna keep cranking them out there's some real good stuff next week's next week's chapters although i gotta be honest there's a lot of good stuff in these chapters as well and once again for full transparency these chapters were recorded in late december of last year because you know I, I i think it's interesting to know those details you get the context of like what kind of what time of year it was it was it, for the for you know it was right around that time. I think it's interesting. I don't know if you guys do, but I do. So makes me happy and curious. But that's it for Harry Potter. But that is not it. For not even close for this podcast. Let's keep moving on to the next thing. Hello again, uh, people of the podcast listening crew. I am me, and I am off to my massage. Holy crap, alright. I just woke up like 10 minutes ago, looked at the clock and went, fuck, my massage is in less than an hour. I gotta take a shower and bolt. And so that's what I'm doing, I'm bolting. I haven't even breakfast yet. Um, My hope is that I can grab, um, there's a drive-through Starbucks on the way uh, into the city because my massage place is like, uh, it's in Seattle, like pretty deep in there (sighs) by choice. Because it's I've been there several times before and it's awesome, so I'm very excited. Uh, but I'm just way wicked tired. Um, I think the, uh, the, the, the the acupuncture knocked my ass out more than I expected it to, or I was just really genuinely tired because I was asleep for about twelve hours, um, which is kind of nice. I'm feeling pretty good. I'll be honest. My hands are still a little meh. Um but certainly better than they were yesterday. So I'm hoping that the massage does more than the acupuncture did. So yeah, but it's uh it's a gorgeous day here. It's like 64. Um, I'm a little I'm a little dehydrated because I was asleep for so long, but I've got a bottle of water here that I'm trying to drink and drive at the same time. Don't do that, kids. Don't drink and drive even if it is water. And a couple of adults could probably learn that lesson too. Especially because my fucking water bottle looks like gray goose, but whatever. who the fuck would be drinking vodka straight from the bottle at 10:30 in the morning? I don't know. Uh, an unfortunate happenstance of a person. That's probably that's probably him. Turn on my lights for no reason. Anyway, I had a uh, had some things I just wanted to chat about because um, I like I like doing the podcast while I drive. I don't know. Um, I know the audio quality isn't the best, but I think it's fun, because it allows me to do two things at once, and, uh, yeah, number one, um, I am probably going to, yeah, you know what, I'll talk about it now, I'll talk about it now, um, we got brand a new patron for the Patreon, uh, an Adam, which is awesome, I am very much appreciative of that, we're now raking in just the big bucks, the biggest dollars you've ever seen, very exciting stuff. Um, I also added a couple of other things to the Patreon page, um, including a new tier. Um, This tier came from uh, a joke I had ongoing where it was like, uh, you know, people, you see like celebrities or even like minor celebrities. Uh, Like um, I I was watching American Ninja Warrior the other day and there were some ninjas uh, doing ads for Jeep. And I know like a bunch of people on the internet was like, what are you? What are you doing? Why are you, why are you selling out to Jeep? And I'm like, do you not like you? Like you wouldn't, you know? Like everybody gives people crap for selling out to the man to hawk whatever product they've got. And I'm sitting here going, like, man, when that when that day finally rolls in, and when Kraft Mac and Cheese rings me up and goes, yo, we want you to be the new national national podcast spokesman for Kraft mac and cheese and we're going to pay you in Kraft mac and cheese I'm going to be like I don't want to get paid in mac and cheese but I'll, I'll take dollars and then they're like alright we'll pay you money and I'll be like fuck yeah we'll talk about how sick mac and cheese I don't care what it is I don't care what you you want me to talk about how awesome gold toe socks are I want me to talk about like your gravestone business and how you have the finest carving marble in this side of the Mississippi I don't give a, I don't give a fuck what you want me to talk about I'll talk about it. I'll talk whatever you want and so that's what that tier is for. It's the Andrew sells out tier. I don't think that's actually what it's called. Um, but uh, I, I wanted to make something clear that isn't crystal on the on the Patreon. That tier is ideally for businesses only, like you run a fencing company, or you're a, you're a local electrician, or anything of that ilk. Like you the, the message you want me to provide is that you sell something or provide a service. That's what that is for. If you want me to do a shout-out for, like, a birthday or just to say hey to your bro or whatever, just shoot me an email out front um, because I don't think it'd be entirely fair to, like, charge people for private messages, at least at this point. I mean, I'm, I'm a real young, fledgling podcast, and I'll be honest to get something like 100 listeners a week or something like that, which is awesome, and I'm so glad you guys are all here, but, you know... I don't think I'm at the point where I need to pick and choose messages. So if you got a message you just want like out in the world, just shoot me an email, shoot me an email, write down what you want me to say and I'll just do it. I don't want to, I don't want that to be a Patreon tier because then then, like, how do I, how do I regulate that? You know, it's just like, okay, well, is it a monthly thing? Do you always get a shout out or is it, is it a one-time thing? In which case I hope you picked a good one. I don't know. That just seems terrible. So yeah, just shoot me an email and um, We'll work it out on like an ad hoc case-by-case basis. Um, I think is the best way to go. Oh my God, it's the treasure truck. If you guys don't live in the Seattle area, it's quite possible that you don't know what the treasure truck is. But the treasure truck, I might have to go to my massage without eating food. Traffic's pretty intense. I'll eat afterwards. I'll just be kind of hungry and drink a lot of water. Anyway, the treasure truck is, uh, is Amazon. And so what the treasure truck does uh, is it looks like a carnival on wheels. Um, it looks pretty incredible. Hi, treasure truck. Um, I just drove past it. That's why I'm yelling at it. Um, but what it does is it like picks a single item. Like I've seen it sell like back when the, um, the miniature, like NES came out. Um, it sold those, uh, it, it sold like fresh halibut, whole bunch of random shit. Um, and I actually have a cousin who works, um, on that department in Amazon. And, um, the idea is that you gotta like wait for the truck to say it's set up shop and then you use the app to like go and find the truck uh excuse me and then um you can buy whatever it's selling and it's uh usually at a incredibly discounted price or something like that and it's usually cheaper because they only have like 40 or 50 of whatever item in the truck so it's a really good like first come you fucking get that sweet deal why is this person driving six miles an hour fuck you you mint green prius you dick! This is this is Andrew driving in road rage. Is what this is. I got a massage. I need to relax, like right now. Anyway, so that's what the treasure track is. Um, God damn it! What was I talking about? Oh yeah, the Patreon. So yeah, we got a new we got a new structure on there. Personal messages, just email me at, at gmail.com. It'll be easier on all of us. I don't want it, that to be a thing that costs money because I don't really see that as being fair. What if somebody wants a message and then pff, they don't got no money? And I'm like, shit. Well, that's not that's not fair. You probably have just as much desire to wish people happy birthdays or tell them that their shoes are stupid. Whatever. I don't know. Preferably not mean. You know, as, as entertaining as my road rage is, you know, I, I like to keep things positive and happy. So, uh, and like all things I, I do for Patreon or for free, I've got final say and whatever. So, if you want me to say mean things to somebody, I'll probably just say, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Um, so yeah, anyway, so there was that. And I also added a, another Patreon goal. Uh, this one is in between the new audio setup and the trip to wherever. Um, currently the trip to wherever is looking pretty strong, like a trip to Hong Kong. So oh, it's just pretty exciting. Um, I've all but have that trip planned out. Um, just... Waiting for like the right time at this point, uh, which is which is very exciting. But um, uh, the the third new goal is um, a I want to get a bunch of my friends together, and I want to slam us all into a recording studio for like three hours with a script. Might be a movie script, might be a play, whatever, whatever I can get my hands on comfortably. Um, I'm gonna do that. And we're just going to sit or stand in this recording studio for a couple of hours and do what I do with the audiobooks in one go. So, like, where I just kind of sit and do a chapter at a time and it takes, like, 26 hours or however long um, they take me. Uh, Ideally, a movie script shouldn't take that long. Because if we're just reading the dialogue and, like, the, the scene structure on the movie script um, there's a lot of content removed from it you know like there's a couple of movie scripts I was looking at where the vast majority of the movie is a lot of like establishing shots and stuff like that none of that would be in there you know all the silence between the talking wouldn't be in there because it would just be the talking bits um, so it could go blow by really quickly uh, but the money on that Patreon goal would be used for things like actually renting out the time in the studio um, uh, equipment fees if necessary Uh, having an engineer on site would make it a lot easier. I'm certainly capable of doing it because this was my minor in college and I know what I'm doing, but I think it would be easier and um, a a huge weight off my shoulders if there was just straight up another engineer in the studio who could just kind of monitor the levels and stuff like that. Um, And my idea of it was that I would have my friends be like the cast members and then I would be there as like the narrator kind of tying the whole thing together. Um, so I'm I'm very excited by this idea. I've had a lot of uh, friends and coworkers expressed great interest in being a part of a project like this because they're all real big fans of my audiobook, And, uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Now the trick is convincing them to do it for free. So I don't know. I might be able to convince them to do it for free for the first couple of times, but if it becomes like a monthly thing, they might desire some kind of monetary reimbursement which is perfectly understandable. So, uh, and if it comes to that, then the Patreon goal money would also go towards paying my friends to be a part of that thing. So we'll see, we'll see. I'd want to get paid, you know, if it was me, I'd feel like I was providing a service and I'd want to get, you know, monetary, um, I was going to say retribution, uh, monetary, uh, fuck, what's the word? It's not retribution. It's not, goddammit, what is it? monetary, it's not reparations, monetary reward, monetary repercussions, I can't remember, it's not reparations, monetary, fuck, alright, whatever, it's gone, it's gone out of my brain, anyway, uh, I don't have that much else to talk about, to be perfectly honest, Um, however, I do have a lot more drive ahead of me, so let's see. Do I have anything else that needs to be spoken about right now? Taking a second, thinking. This is going to be a long podcast, is what I'm now actively realizing, because this is also the podcast in which I talk about Pax West, which at this point in time has not happened yet. Um, it will happen soon. Um. Gosh, what else have I been doing? I don't know. To be perfectly honest, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I think um, I think I'll do it for this segment of the podcast. Strad, I anything else to talk about, and um, let's move on to hey, 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 hey. Let's move on to the next thing in this podcast. And finally, this week, the end of PAX eighteen West. Prime in Seattle, whatever it's called nowadays. It used to be Pax Prime, but now it's Pax West, even though there's still plenty of advertisements calling it Pax Prime, but whatever. I'm exhausted. It's been a long fucking weekend, so I thought I'd talk briefly about what I did today, and then we'll wrap up this super long podcast, because it's a whopper. It just kept on going and going. So I woke up nice and early this morning, feeling pretty alright. I'm feeling pretty terrible now. Like, kind of feel the PAX crud just coming on. PAX Plague, Con Crud, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I had a plan of uh hitting Nintendo uh, this morning and getting my hands on some of those games. Uh, we eventually get into the venue and I went straight to Nintendo to find the landscape. Uh Went to Uh, Sony once again to the PlayStation gear store picked up another t-shirt, which you'll see on the blog picture I also picked up a couple of gifts for a friend of mine that I'm gonna send to him sometime this week hopefully and then um, After that There was God what else Um, just kind of bounced around for a little while before I eventually did get into the Nintendo booth I got my hands on the new Super Mario Party, which was a ton of fun Um, it was the first time I held a Switch controller. Thing feels pretty good. Um, I've always planned on picking up a Switch this, um, Black Friday. Hopefully there's gonna be some kind of deal, but I doubt it. Um, quite frankly, I'm probably just better off picking it up whenever and then just, um, maybe using Black Friday to get, like, some cheap games or something. I don't know. Uh, but, because Nintendo's prices never really go down, to be perfectly honest. Um, I'll do some research and see if waiting for Black Friday is actually worthwhile or not. It probably isn't. It probably isn't. But played um played that, had a lot of fun, played five minigames, they were a lot of fun. Uh, and then after that I did two rounds of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, the first round I was uh, Mewtwo, and then the second round I was Fox, because we all did a random round. And um that was enormous fun. Uh didn't win, it wasn't very good, but no, that's not the point the point is to have fun and i had a ton of fun there um i got cool little like cardboard cutouts of the nintendo gang like puzzle pieces or not puzzle pieces um like board game pieces for a mario party and then uh some smash uh, brothers buttons that are just kind of whatever because i don't buttons are like the worst swag they are the worst swag um hung out a couple of other games Picked up a Twitch mug, which is just a white mug with a gray inside that has the Twitch logo on it, which looks pretty cool. Um, Then I also, shoot, I'm trying to remember. I played a couple other games. I played this indie game called Luna, which is kind of this um, almost looking like papercraft puzzle game. Uh, that was very sweet, it was nice and simple, Um, but didn't really leave me wanting more, um, that kind of game. And then I played Trover Saves the Universe which is the new Justin Roiland game from um, Rick and Morty. And that has potential, to be honest. Um, it's definitely a, a, like a PS VR game that they just have the ability to play without the VR headset. Um, so I look forward to it when it comes out in VR, but it really depends on how long of a game it is. Because the gameplay itself is pretty interesting and the setting is pretty cool. And of course it's you know um, uh, Rick and Morty humor. Uh, like i'm playing the game and you're controlling this little purple dude uh who's like your your avatar basically in the game and he's constantly shouting at you to like do things and other stuff and once you get towards the end of the demo he started going like all right man come on we gotta get to the next teleport pad there's lots of people waiting in line trying to trying to play this demo so we gotta we gotta get moving let's go come on let's head up with the new the new pad Yeah, yeah there you go that kind of shit and then you get to the end room and it's just like this closed room and he doesn't say anything for a while he's just staring at you and you like spin in a circle trying to figure out what the fuck else to do and he goes that's it that's the pax demo yay thanks for thanks for playing the pax demo pax pax prime 2018 what a year 2018 huh it's it's been a whopper thanks for playing be sure to be sure to play the game full release later later on play play it later that shit i love it i love that Love that. It's a classic Rick and Morty style of talking. It's fun stuff. Uh, and then I played some more PC free play stuff. Uh, tried, what was it? House Flipper. That's just mindless fun. Tried, uh, Distance, which is an early access car racing game. That seemed pretty cool. Um, didn't have enough going on for me to really be into it to be perfectly honest. It's just, you drive a car and, and, and of course, that was about it. Um, and then I played Vermintide, which, holy shit! Why did nobody ever tell me about how sick Vermintide is? Vermintide is rad! It's like Left 4 Dead, but with swords and magic and stuff. I'm all over that crap. Holy balls. That was awesome. Played that for almost an hour. That was amazing. I loved that. Um, so big fan of Vermintide. And, um, oh gosh, is there any, did that do anything else? Um, I must've, have. must've have been something else. Went out to lunch, went to this place called Elephant and Castle. It's a, it's a British pub. It's pretty tasty. Um, got me a big old burger with some clam chowder and some fried pickles. Big fan of that. And right around that time, we were all feeling pretty sleepy. Did I, not, did I actually not play anything else? Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so, to be quite honest. Went up to the sixth floor again. Uh, didn't buy anything else. Checked out some stuff, but didn't really hang out a whole lot. Spotted Adam Koble from like, D&D. Stuff on Twitch while I was meandering about. Um, he's a he's a nice nice man, uh, but I don't really watch any of his D and D stuff, so I didn't stop and say hi, because um, I don't. You know, it's just whatever. It's just another person. Um, played. Oh, I played Bendy and the Ink Machine. So this is a weird sticking point for me. Bendy and the Ink Machine was advertised all over the place. It was on the back of like the the Pax programs for the weekend. They were they were hawking that shit hard, and I finally got my hands on it. And it's fine. I mean, the art style is interesting enough, but it's it's far too much amnesia for my liking. That's the closest I can I can swing it. And it's like episodic amnesia and the game's not even out yet. And they had the audacity to charge 50 fucking dollars for these mystery boxes that have like some vinyl figure. Like, I get it to a, to an extent. And there's people like me who love mystery boxes. That's one of the reasons why I like Loot Crate so much is because you never know what you're gonna get. It could be fucking anything. But with these guys, it's just like... It's a bunch of merch related to this game. And I'm like, I don't even own the game. I don't even really like the game. Why am I considering buying one of these fucking mystery boxes? And I, I didn't buy the mystery box. I didn't. Um, but it's just kind of like... I don't know. A little over-advertised for my liking. Um, but one thing I am going to do is I'm going to check out the um, PlayStation Gear Store online. Hopefully there's some cool stuff on there. Um, that's like beyond what I picked up um, today. Uh, PlayStation Gear store. Um, just to, you know, just to see what else there is. Not GameStop. You fucking... There we go. PlayStationgear.com. That's what I want. Um, just to see, see what else there is. Uh, cause I, I vastly enjoyed, uh, what I found in the storefront. And I'm hoping that there's just some other cool things that I can, that I can pick up. Like a Spyro incense burner. Holy shit. That's awesome. Anyway. Really enjoyed, really enjoyed PAX. Um, it, it occurred to me uh, yesterday, I'm not sure if I've spoken about this yet, but it occurred to me yesterday that this was actually like my eighth year going to PAX. And that kind of depressed me a little bit because I, I thought it was like my fourth or fifth time, but now I've been there for like, I've been there eight years of my life. And tell you what, next year I'm gonna be there like a day, a single day, probably Saturday, because it's just like, I got most of everything I wanted to get done in a day. Um, playing Smash Brothers was awesome to be sure, but it's just like whoo, so it takes a lot out of me, it takes a lot out of me, I'm not as young as I used to be, which is sad because I'm 24, and I'm pretty fucking young so, ah oh, well anyway, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Going Upcast I know we covered a lot of ground in this podcast but I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoy making it every week um, there was, it was, it was it's a quick side story, I'm talking to Talking to a buddy of mine, and we're like, you know, walking past all these streamers playing Fortnite and Hearthstone, and they turn to me and they go, "Why don't Why don't you try to be a big, big Twitch streamer?" And uh, my answer to that is twofold: one, because I don't have the time or the energy to really dedicate to that, and two is I've already tried to be a big Twitch or YouTube person. Like, I did that all throughout college. I did it for four years of my life. I made something like over two thousand videos over the course of my life and um you know I feel like I did it you know I didn't become big at by any means um I did I never was able to do it as a full-time gig but it in terms of everything I've ever wanted to do on one of these platforms I feel like I've done it so I don't want to return to it if that makes sense like I've been there done that did it this is the new thing I'm doing at the podcast um in a similar vein I I would hope that it goes somewhere but I'm perfectly cool if it never does and there's just a handful of dedicated people out there listening to me every week. Thanks, gang. I really appreciate it. Um, but it was just kind of like, why don't you do this? And it's just kind of like, I don't I don't feel like I need to, you know? I'm happy with what I'm doing. And that's kind of, that's my jam. So, but I am so tired. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the songs of the week. Enjoy enjoy the new Harry Potter chapters. Uh, if you went to PAX, I want to hear all about it. Post a post a thing in the email. Send me an email at goingcast Tell me about your PAX time. What was your favorite game? If you didn't go to PAX, what game are you looking forward to coming out in the wintertime? We can talk about that too. There's a lot of great games coming out. Spider-Man comes out in two weeks, and I'm so excited. So excited for Spider-Man. Also, there's just this revolving banner of cool merch on the PlayStation Gear Store. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go spend more money that I don't need to spend. And I'll see you all next week for another fantastic episode of the Going Upcast. Have a good one, everyone.